Good morning, good morning. I'm happy we have music this morning, Marie-Pierre. Yesterday we had no music. People were looking at me dancing. There was no music. I was dancing to the music in my brain. So welcome everybody to our podcast. I think our podcast has become my favorite podcast, Marie-Pierre. Ha, 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 ha. Somebody told me when what you're doing, you you would want to listen to it yourself. It's a good sign. It's a good sign. But I have to thank all of my friends on Podbean for sharing. I have to thank all of my friends on Facebook for sharing. It, it has given so much power to the podcast is incredible. We just had a few minutes this morning with the mastermind group. We were talking and Sabrina was showing us that we have over 4,000 downloads now just in the month of May. And that's thanks to you guys. So let's keep the sharing going. Please tag me when you share. Otherwise, I don't get to see it. Please tag me. I want to see who's sharing. Marie-Pierre, we should do draws. You know, everybody that shares... Then we forget what we have to draw for. I know, I know, I know, I know. Okay. So I just wanted to open it up here. Give me a second so I can see. Good morning, Anna, on Facebook. What? Little hearts to my young Anna, who's going to Concordia University in September. Welcome, welcome. All right, guys. Let's dive into the subject. If some of you are joining us for the very first time, I would love for you to write down, yes, it is the first time I've joined the podcast this morning. Write it down. Virginie, check on Podbean. If you see anybody new, okay, let them, you know, welcome them. I know she follows everybody on Podbean, Lee's too. So check it out for us on Facebook, the same thing. So my name is Maria Mariano, 38 years in multi-level marketing. For those joining us for the very first time and you're wondering, uh, who is this? Italian-born woman talking to us. Well, 38 years, 34 hours, 34 hours, <laughs> 34 years married to Mohammed. I have three wonderful adult children, 25, 27, 29 uh, go-getters, like oh, and amazing go-getters, and a wonderful family around me, and a business associates that I absolutely, absolutely love, love working with them. So I think that my experience and my expertise brings a lot to the table. And I love reading books that are bestsellers. I love reading books that other great leaders in the world will give the book a great review. And one of the books amongst many, many other books that has phenomenal reviews is Stephen Covey, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Now, any of you joining us for the very first time, here's my recommendation as Maria Mariano, 38 years experience in business. This is not a book that you can just listen to the podcast. And I'm going to share with you right away why. Oh, God. This book, this book requires me double and triple reflection every time uh, I pick it up in my hands to either do it with you guys or do it in training in my sales force or just uh, doing segments of it for myself. Like it requires a lot of, lot, a lot of reflection. So recommendation number one, get the book, Stephen Covey, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Number two, there is a workbook that you can also purchase. It's on Amazon. Go get the workbook. I wish they would give me a cut on selling their books, Marie-Pierre. I make so much money. Anyways, 
It doesn't matter because when you're successful, I know that I'm leaving a trail behind me of people that was, will say, thanks for the podcast, the millionaire of the diamonds, I became debt free. Thanks to the podcast, the millionaire of the diamonds, I became mortgage free. I became a millionaire and that's what I want to hear my podcast friends, my Facebook friends, and those following us um, in the downloads. That's what I want you guys to say. We are diving into habit number two. So even if you're joining us right now, it's perfectly fine. We're diving into habit number two. And habit number two says, begin with the end in mind. If anybody's taking that notes, write this down. Begin with the end in mind. Today, Principle principle is about leadership. This is what um, Oliver Holmes wrote. What lies behind us and what lies before us are tiny matters compared to what lies within us. Again, if you're joining us for the very first time, Habits 1, 2, and 3 of Stephen Covey is all about private victories. And we can't succeed in the outside world if, and if first of all, I'm not succeeding within myself. I need to take responsibility what is happening. So I have a quick story, a real story that happened to me yesterday. And of course, I won't say names. I need to keep all of this anonymous, right? Um, so yesterday, I meet with uh, an individual and the conversation went south. So the individual says to me, I hate, you know, doing what I'm doing, what I, when I do, when I do the business, it gets me angry. And here I am listening to this 38 years. And I'm saying, doesn't this woman, isn't this woman thinking she's talking to somebody with, you know, that has 38 experience. I'm a mother. Like, what are you doing talking so aggressively to me? And I'm listening, but you see, as I'm listening, and this is what I recommend to everyone, if I can give a little bit of entrepreneurship coaching, is I'm taking down words. I'm taking, writing down exactly her or his words, like precisely the way she's telling me. And then there's one thing I will not tolerate in my life, and I have never tolerated. It's people bullying people. You can't bully me. And when Marie Pierre is going to cover her part, you're going to understand. I, I mean... I'm Italian born. We immigrated here towards the end of 1960. I know what bullying is about. I can tell you about bullying in first grade, second grade, sixth grade, seventh grade, especially when you're dressed like an Italian because your mother's sewing clothes and I'll leave the rest to your imagination. And here I am 58 years old and I'm being bullied because bullying takes a lot of forms. You can have employers that bully their employees. You can have uh, a teammate that bullies you. You must never accept bully. Uh, unfortunately for her, unfortunately for her, she didn't fall on the right person. You understand? So once she had finished speaking, I said, so let me repeat to you what I'm hearing here. You don't like, I'm hearing you don't like what you're doing. I'm hearing you don't feel good when you're doing this. I'm hearing it gets you angry. So why the hell did you accept the position? Responsibility. You are responsible. Responsibility. Ability to respond. I don't take bullshit. And I want you, and I'm not going to say it any other way, never accept bullshit. Because if you accept bullshit, remember, success is an inside job. 
That means you're allowing people to crush you. So ladies and men, don't never allow anybody to crush you. Okay. So this morning's podcast is going to be right out of the textbook. There is no way that I can do this more beautifully than what Stephen Covey has done. So please promise me that you're leaning in and you're listening to the story. And then you're going to lean in with Marie-Pierre. And I'm going to need you tonight before tomorrow's podcast to do the exercise. And this is what I want you to think about. And I said to, I said yesterday to my husband, I said, my ability not to be bullied allows nobody to live in my mind rent-free. So I want you to visualize, Alexandra, you accepted somebody to disrespect you today in dialogue. What do you think happens all day long? That person is living in your mind rent-free. Why, Alexandra? Because you're revising how you should have answered her, how you would have liked to answer. You see, in this, this brings to the table these human beings that are abusive will live, live in your mind rent-free. Don't ever let that happen because then you can be the best version of yourself to yourself, to your family, to your friends, to colleagues and neighbors. So Stephen Covey says this, okay? I don't want anybody to be writing anything. Just, you know, I, I wish I, if you're driving, don't do this, but close your eyes and try to focus on Stephen Covey's words. Like, so wherever you are, just shut the cellulars, shut everything and listen to this, okay? So right now I need you to empty your mind. Don't worry about your schedule, what you have to do. Cause I know as, as we're doing work, you're listening to my podcast, you're thinking of your agenda. Maybe you're thinking about the dishes not done. Okay. Guys, just empty your mind. Just focus with me on and really, really open your mind. Okay. And I want you to see this in your mind. Now I'm looking at you guys on my zoom. Liz, do I have your attention? Virginie, do I have your attention? Alexandra, those that I can see. Yeah. Okay. So in your mind, in your mind's eyes, see yourself going to the funeral of a loved one, okay? Picture yourself driving to the funeral parlor, parking the car, and getting out of the car. As you walk inside the building, you notice the flowers, the soft organ music. See, You see the faces of friends, you see the faces of family passing along the way as you're walking. You feel the shared sorrow of losing the joy of having known that radiates from the hearts of the people there. As you walk down to the front of the room and look inside the casket, you suddenly come face to face with yourself. It is you. It is your funeral. It is you in that casket. This is your funeral three years from now. Okay, this is your funeral three years from now. All these people have come to honor you, to express their feelings of love and appreciation for the life you have, you have lived. As you take a seat and wait for the service to begin, you look at the program in your hand and there are four speakers, four people that will speak at your funeral. The first is from your family, immediate 
are also extended. Example, children, brothers, sisters, nephews, nieces, aunts, uncles, cousins, grandparents, who have come from all over the country, all over the world, in my case, to attend my funeral. The second speaker is one of your friends, someone who can give a sense of what you were as a person. The third speaker is from your work or your profession. And the fourth speaker is someone from your church or some community organization where you have been involved in the services. Okay. Do you guys have this in mind? You are at your funerals. Okay. Nobody sees you, but you can see everything. So Marie-Pierre will ask you a few questions and then she'll cover with you the deepest regrets. So before we, we, we dive into it's your funeral and here are the questions you need to write down, I need, I need Marie-Pierre for you to introduce yourself as people are reflecting on this and please ask them to share everywhere. Yes, thank you, Maria. So I'm Marc-Pierre, I'm 30 years old. I've been in MLM for seven years, but at, before that, I was doing my master in biology. So when Maria <laughs> tells you about the astronaut, that's me. <laughs> so <laughs> yes, um, please share the podcast because if you are on the Podbean, it gives you heart. And at the end of the month, we will do a draw for a conditioning program. And of course, if that kind of reflection, you love that, that's the kind of work that you will do in your conditioning program. So make sure to share the podcast on Podbean and on Facebook. When you share, always add a comment before so we can really know why you share and you will find someone who really listened to the podcast too and you will find someone to talk about the podcast with every day. So yes, it's really a big reflection. <laughs> I think for a lot of people, when we do this exercise, it's really uh, mind-blowing. <laughs> so it will change a lot of things. So now just think deeply. What would, uh, what would you like each of these speakers to say about you and your life? What kind of husband, wife, father or mother would you like their words to reflect? What kind of son or daughter or cousin what kind of friend? What kind of working associate? What character would you like them to have seen in you? What contribution, what achievement would you like, would you want them to remember? So look carefully at the people around you. What difference would you like to have made in their lives? So that's a big reflection to do this morning. So yes, I will uh, drop the document on the group, Limiliana de Diama Inspirational Group. So you can um, look at the document and really read what we told you this morning and do the exercise with all of these questions. And keep in mind that yes, we have all those biggest regrets that people have in their uh, dying bed. So just think about it. And I will drop the 39 biggest regrets in life on the group too. 
So this morning, no, I will not cover the 39 because it's a lot of things for one morning. So I will do just the 10 that I chose for this morning, but you will have the 39 on the group. And I know Maria is a competitive. She will say, I have already the 39. Yes, Maria, you already have it. <laughs> so if you're like Maria, you will print the document, you will read it. And after that, to answer all of these questions, because that's something that you need to do before tomorrow morning, because when we go in the habit number two, you will really need to do this reflection before to really understand everything that we will cover tomorrow morning and the next uh, uh, weeks that coming. So I will go with the 10 that I choose for this morning of the biggest regrets in life. So number one is working so much at the expense of family and friendship. So how do you balance meeting that short-term deadline at work and sitting down for dinner with your family? Oh, it's not a big deal if I stay late, late at this one time. I'll make it up with the family this weekend. But the making up never seems to happen. Days turn into months and then years and then decades. So is it one of your biggest regrets? So listen to the 10 that we'll cover this morning. And at the end of the 10, I, will, I want you to write in the comment, how many of these 10 do you have uh, today? So maybe if I put in my 10 cents here, yes. I, I'm a big worker, Marie-Pierre. And you know, people from the outside world have always judged me, common people, you know, the 80% or the 90% that do what everybody else do, does. But this is where it's so important that you don't accept being bullied. You don't accept being pushed around. So I don't accept people's comments telling me, and by the way, most of the negative comments come from the people that love us the more, the most, because they're afraid for us. So people will look at my lifestyle and say, oh my God, she's never home. Blah, blah, blah. But you have to understand, I have no regrets for the number of hours I have worked in my life because there's rituals. I have rituals in my family. So our ritual with Mohammed is we play tag. Every morning at 5 a.m., I was with the children. And every night for supper, Mohammed was with the children. And every Saturday night, it was family supper. And every Sunday night, it was like, but big, like a you know Christmas Eve kind of supper and the, the breakfast. So there was, there was very special moments that compensated. And I always said to to some of the people that were that would critique, I said, I know that the, the time I spend with my children has a lot more value than those that spend a lot more time but yelling all the time because it's negative. So between the two households, I go, don't judge mine, I don't judge yours. It's having a balance, whatever you call that balance to be. So when you're with your family, you need to be divorced from your work. And if that means, you know, you know, 10 hours a week, well, do it properly, not with your cellular in your hands and not with the TV open. And when you're at work, you need to be divorced from your family. And that's how you achieve that number one. So you don't have regrets. Okay. Then we go on. Thank you. Number two, it's standing up to believe in school and in life. So believe it or not, a lot of our biggest regrets in life have to do with things that happen 
to us in grade four or some other early age. So we never seem to forget or forgive ourselves for not speaking up against the bullies. Yeah. So yesterday, what happened to me, I got a flashback. I can't believe that age 58, I'm having a flashback. I said, is this possible that as adults, there's adults that still try to blame us for their lack of responsibility. I call that bullying. And I'm telling you, Marie-Pierre, other than using it as an example today, as soon as that meeting was over, she she or he did not live in my mind rent-free. You understand? Because you will regret not speaking up. So please speak up. When I was young, I got punched out. But it didn't matter. I said what I had to say. But I never walked with the, my, there's an Italian expression that says with the tail between the legs and like, like cowardly go away. No, 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 no. I'd rather go home with a broken nose. And by the way, that's why my nose is, is big. I'd rather go home with a broken nose, but I told you what I had. To, no, 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 no. I'd rather live one day as a lion and not a hundred as a sheep. Amen. Okay, go on. <laughs> Okay, number three, turned off my phone more or left my phone at home. So many of us can get off our phone or email addiction. We sleep with it next to us. We carry it with us constantly and we, it's right next to us in the shower just in case we see an email uh, incoming in your uh, phone. We know constantly uh, checking email and Twitter in the evening and uh, on the weekend takes us away from quality time with family and friends, and yet we don't stop. Yeah. Okay, so guys, listen, good. listen, you're not that important. Get over yourself, okay? Get over yourself. You're not that important. You're not saving the world. So shut the, shut the damn phone, leave it in a drawer somewhere, and enjoy your families. Does that make sense? You're not that important. You're not saving the world. You and I are not saving the world. So put it away. C'est bon, hein, Marie Pierre? Mm. Yes. <laughs> Number four, worrying about uh, what others thought about me so much. So most, most of us place way too much importance on what other people around us think about us. So how will they just judge us in the moment we think their opinion are crucial to our future success and happiness on our deathbed, none of that matters. No, my mother always said, remember, no matter what you do, Maria, people will critique you. And then she told me that beautiful story of the, of the village. There was a guy in a village, Marie-Pierre, his wife passed away. And in Italy, what happens is men don't take care of children. They go back home to their mothers, right? So he takes his two children, he takes the donkey, and he sits him and the two children on the donkey. When they cross the first village, he hears everybody commenting and talking about him. Oh my God, all three on the donkey, poor animal. So before crossing the second village, he gets off the donkey and he crosses the second village with the two children on the donkey only. When he crosses the second village, he hears the villagers say, oh my God, look at him. He doesn't know how to raise his children. They're sitting like kings on the donkey and him like a slave, he's walking. <gasps> All worried about what people have to say before he crosses the third village, Marie-Pierre, he takes the two kids down. He sits on the donkey. And now he hears the people say in the village, oh my God, did you see that father? He has no heart. 
Okay? The two children are walking like slaves, worried about what people have to say. Before he crosses the last village, just before getting to his, he gets off the donkey. He pulls off the kids off the donkey. And now he crosses the last village. What do you think people said, Marie-Pierre? What an idiot. He has a donkey and he can't even use it. So guys, stop worrying about what people have to say. No matter what you do, those that are not busy, those that don't have a life will criticize you. So my mother would say, my daughter, when people are criticizing you or complimenting you, both are good. That means you're important. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. Don't worry about what they have to say. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, number five. It's been happier, more not taking life so seriously. It seems strange to say, but most of us don't know how to have fun. We're way too serious. We don't find the humor in life. We don't joke around. We don't think we're funny. So we go through life very serious. So we miss out of half or maybe all the fun in life that way. So do something a little silly today. Crack a joke with the bus driver or someone around you. Do a little dance. You will probably smile on the inside, if not in, on the outside. Now keep doing that day after day. <laughs> My children, I love that one. <laughs> yeah, my children always says to, say to me, Mom, you're so freaking immature. I said, good. <laughs> Number six, it's getting involved with the wrong group of friends when I was younger. So we do dumb stuff when we're young. We're impressionable. We make friends with the wrong crowd, except we don't think there's anything wrong with them. So they're our friends and maybe the only people we think that truly understand us. So however, uh, we can really get sidetracked side by, by hooking up with this group. So sometimes it leads to drugs or serious crimes. We never start out thinking our choice of friends could lead us to such difficult outcome. Exactly. So that's number six. Number seven, it's not taking care of my health when I had the chance. Everyone doesn't think of their health until there's a problem. And that, at that point, we promise ourselves, if we get better, we'll do a better job with our health. So it shouldn't take a major calamity to get us to prioritize our health and diet. Small habits every day make a big difference here over time. So that's number seven that I choose this morning. <laughs> Just a reminder, we have 39. <laughs> number and, eight. And yep. once again, for those joining, all 39 will be on the group, inspirational group, the millionaires of the diamonds, okay? J Just make sure you join that group if you haven't joined and everything is there for you. Yes. Number eight is I wish I'd taken action and dove in at first. So... Here's a little secret, there is no right way. So many people are paralyzed by the idea of what they want to be because they worry it won't happen as quickly as they want. Well, it won't. <laughs> but what's worse than dedicating time to uh, your dream each day and seeing snail-like progress is a life wasted doing things you don't want to. So that's number eight. Number nine is, I wish I told others how much I love them. 
Everyone wants to feel appreciated, but very few are willing to tell others how much they appreciate them. So often we are wrapped up in gaining love, but fail to give it to the ones we care about most. So tell them often before it's too late. And number 10 is I wish I'd listen to others more. Everyone thinks they're right all the time and everyone has opinion that they sometimes force on others. It's all right to have them, but it's more important to have the ability to listen. So even if you don't agree with the point of view, challenge yourself to hear others without passing judgment. So now that we covered the 10, how many of that 10 you have now if you think about your life right now? So the question is, with all this exercise that you will do today, are you going to change anything in your life? Or are you going to just stay the course that you are now? So take the time to do the exercise. I will drop the document on the group so you can print it. If you like to have print and write on the document already, you have everything so you can do the exercise and be ready tomorrow morning. Yes, thank you. I'm, I'm telling you guys, Join the podcast tomorrow when we're diving into habit number two, which is beginning with the end in mind. But you have to have done the exercise. I Honestly, even if you do it diagonally, fast, 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 just do the exercise. Think of the end in mind begins with your funeral. Thank you for joining. We'll see each other, God willing, tomorrow morning. And don't let anybody bully you. Go read the 10 regrets. All right, guys? Promise me that. Promise me that. Bye-bye, everyone.